Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, maybe you've got a great idea for business and want to start selling your products and services online. Maybe you're an established business owner looking for new customers. Or maybe you're interested in starting a personal website. No matter who you are, GoDaddy wants to help you succeed online. Right now, GoDaddy is offering a .com domain for just $1.49. It's go time. Start your website today. Visit GoDaddy.com and enter promo code OUT149. That's O-U-T-149 to get your $1.49.com. Some limitations apply. See website for details. I'm here, Susan Pinsky, with my beautiful co-host, Emily Morse. Hello. So glad to be here with you. I'm so honored to be your co-host. You, well, you're, you're probably, you've been on my show more than anybody and had more readings than anybody on the like show. Do I get a special jacket today or something? Uh, yeah, you do. You <laughs> I'm get so a, excited. Yes, yes. I'm honored. I, well, you know. I love being on your show. Sister wife. <laughs> okay, good to know. Let's <laughs> let you know. I also, she's referring to the fact that I, I, I co-host love, guest co-host love line. Yes, yeah, she does. And she's amazing. And the other day we, we were stuck in New York and she took over and does a fabulous job every time. I love being there. And has her own podcast, Sex with Emily. Yep, sexwithemily.com. I've been doing it for about 10 years now. It's a top podcast on iTunes for all your sex and relationship issues and questions, anything you're going through. She talks about everything. I, I actually, it sounds like I was listening to one of your podcasts on anal sex, and actually <laughs> you made it sound good. Like, I got to figure that shit out. I know, seriously. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's part of it. And I did just write a blog. I also have a columnist for Glamour.com. Every Sunday I do a blog. And I did one on like anal sex basics the other day. And it was like the most popular post because I know this is not a sex show, but I'm just going to say that a lot of people have really bad experiences with it because they don't do it right. They do it wrong. Their partner like just forces on them. They're right. ready. They're not prepared. And there's a few things you have to do and you can't enjoy. I'm not saying it's for everybody, but there are ways you can enjoy it. And, and you know, I'm, I'm middle-aged and I... It wasn't really my thing growing up. But you but have a bottom of a 20-year-old. I, thank you. There you go. She's hot, huh? Thank you. Yeah. Hot Jesus man over here. <laughs> Jack Rourke is in the studio. He's our one of our clairvoyants here today and psychic rebel Colby. Hello, everybody. I like to tag team people here. It's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Good energy. Nothing room. better than a little group psychic. Work. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I thought that was going in a whole different direction. <laughs> I was, I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> no, we we um we like to have fun, and it you know this is kind of a we anytime Emily's here, we like to talk about sex. <laughs> it's not going to be totally like crazy fun. No, just sex when today, it's relevant. Though. We have some serious subject matter that we're going to talk about. Um, but first, I well. I think we should probably see if you guys can read a little bit of of Emily because she has had readings before and sometimes they're <laughs> very interesting. Um, she had a reading by Barbara Mackey and she was like kind of confused afterwards. I mean, she was a really good sport about it, but 
I'm not going to talk about it, but no. But here's the thing: they were never. They're always on the phone, so it's never been. I've never been in the presence of your amazing psychics on the show. So this is like a whole different experience. They saw me come in late, frazzled. I hope you don't use it to judge me. No, but you know. So I love that. I, this is going to be really cool to see what you have to say. So, does anybody want to jump in and just kind of give Emily some? Uh, See any spirits? I anything can take it. Swirling around the room, making you, yeah. There's some sexual energy going on in here. Maybe we can. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. Oh, that, that's all you, Jack. Go ahead, buddy. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see what happens. You know, I just want to. I want to just talk my way through this yeah. uh, and see and see where this goes. Because I have an image of a man appearing here, and um, he seems to be a little bit. Um, how can I say he looks like? He's kind of a round fella. Um, and I feel like his hair is sort of receding some. And I want there's something really unique about his, his smile. I want to like put my finger like right here for some reason. I don't know why. I feel like there's something, either it's a, a weird thing with his tooth or there is a space or mm -hmm. there was like a crooked thing that kind of did this. But I want to like do this. Like a gold cavity thing? Something unique about the tooth. I want to. Okay. Do, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. um, just based on that, I don't, I don't want to push it, but just based on that, on that description, are we going? Yeah, okay. we are. Because I feel like I want to. I want to. I feel like I. I have this sense of of um. You know, I'm putting myself in your shoes. I have this sense of being a little girl and not being able to walk past him without him grabbing me. I feel like I want to grab you and put you on my lap. I feel like I want to tickle you and like squeeze you. And and that's I how you feel. Well, so he I'm, putting, I'm putting myself in, in this scenario. Okay. okay. Um, although you would probably fit in my pocket. Um, and <laughs> and it's showing me something about your hair. I don't know if you used to, when you were a girl, you used to wear it sort of like this. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I want to do this with your hair, like I want to tease you. Um, <laughs> I did just post a, a throwback Thursday on my Instagram of myself and pigtails. Oh, how little, cute. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah like just, I just did it. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's and is there, is there a school portrait of you, literally like one of those ones that have that, you know, that like old school sort of like gray smoky background or something or blue smoky background with you smiling with no teeth? Well, everybody no. has one of those. Oh, oh, oh! You mean like when I was younger? I'm like, oh, God. No, no, not, no, not now. For some reason, I was thinking like. Did you forget to put your teeth in? No. Yeah. Emily's like, no one's going to want sex with Emily it's now. Okay. No, it's okay. no, it's okay if it's wrong. I just had that image come to my head, and it's. I mean, I'm sure I have like a school photo like that, but I don't know. Everybody it is. does, Jack. That's okay. Look Tell Dad to, to get a little but, more but specific. The, it's interesting about the man because there is there. I do have a close friend. That is round. Hope he doesn't listen. He knows he's round. He's working on it. Um, but I don't know. I... Okay, so we'll just let it go. <laughs> no, is this this wasn't somebody who's like passed? Interest? I'm still I'm still the... developing the image. So. Are you oh, okay. are no. you is this somebody in the present or in yeah the present or past? Guys, I just have to work with the way the information <laughs> is coming. With. Oh, okay. I, okay. I, I don't. I can't respond to forced choice questions. Um, it's just how the information comes. So. Is your is your brother round? Is he round? No, huh. he's super fit. Annoyingly so. The other day she texted me and she says, oh, my brother thinks I'm nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Yeah. Still treats me like I'm well, Okay. Old. So um, what, where, was, where were you thinking? What were you thinking? Like when were you saying Well, when that? you said that, it's interesting because there has been someone that I've been seeing mm -hmm. kind of casually that is sort of rounder than he'd like to be. Yeah. 
And um, I'm sort of, I I like him, but the relationship is not, it's sort of ambivalent about Mm. it. Um, He has a gold tooth. He does. So maybe that's what he's pointing to. And I didn't know this until the other day. He's like, did you notice I have all these gold, like not all these, but a few like gold, like back there? I'm like, no, I didn't like us, which... I mean, maybe I did, but I didn't think about so it. The way, see, the way the information presents itself to me, it kind of comes in like a mosaic. Yeah, sometimes it's visual, sometimes it's literally like feelings. Like I have to, okay. I have to act it out in order for it to kind yeah, of bring it to the forefront. Yeah, you do your So what, what do you think the think. message is that you're like, wait, it, just there's, to there's, say it's going to be a great no, relationship? There's, there's, no, there's no message yet. I just, I have, I have, to, I have to work with it and, oh, okay. and see, where, see where it's taking me. And so what happens is, you know, the past, present, future are all available. So okay. it all kind of comes oh. at once, and you have to sort of separate it. That's how I work. Okay. Um, but first, I like to kind of get it out what I'm, what I, what's coming, and then sort of shift it and move it around, and, and see and see where the see where things start to line up. Um, so that's just that's just where we are right now. So we can leave it go, and and uh, Colby, you can go ahead if you want to give it a shot. Okay. Um, there's a f- few things coming, but one is um, I feel like I have a lady who's crossed over for you. Um, and I don't know, she just, and I, I kept seeing like um, the pink breast cancer ribbon. So I'm not sure if you do work for that or if there's some, some sort of relation to um, cancer or supporting cancer causes. Um, um, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Oh, yes, but, it is. Well, it's I, over. It was September. It was over September. I thought it was October. I think it's oh, October. It's October. It's October. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I just get somebody to just send me a pink bri- vibrator. For breast cancer. That's nice. Well. If you rub it on your breast, um, it actually. And I just, opened, <laughs> I just opened the box yesterday, but no, I, I, there's no one in my family who's died of breast cancer. No, I don't think, so. I don't feel like she's died. She just showed me the pink ribbon, though, and just said there's something about you doing doing something for breast oh. cancer, or what, like you you contributing, you giving okay, back. Yeah. I, I don't really get the feeling that that's how she crossed. I am doing crossed. a campaign this month. I am doing yeah. something for her. With my, with my, with com, there are a lot of, like, you know, products and stuff on my site with good vibes that I was talking about that they do like a whole breast cancer awareness month. And okay. Certain proceeds go towards. So if you buy the cancer. pink vibrator, yep. you, part of the proceeds exactly. go to, can- let's all buy one. Good vibes. I, we're going to keep on code Emily. Definitely yeah. buy one. Do it. Okay. I'm so, going to buy one for Colby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Parting gifts at calling out. We'll talk after. <laughs> All right. She's blushing. Okay. <laughs> um, I have this effect on people. So I just feel like, um, I don't know. I just, I definitely feel like she's, she's somehow related to the mother's side, though. So I'm not sure she's a grandmother or, but she's, the lineage is off the mother's side, though, for me. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like she, she has a, because she just kind of shows me your life of just saying that, um, and you just want to know everything. I'll just kind of give yeah, it to you everything. straight. I can okay. Take it. I just feel I like I feel like you need to kind of clear your life a little better. Like I just feel like things are kind of. Um, she's giving me the sense that things are cluttering over. Things are crossing over too much, and you've kind of lost your clear path. Um, and you're not getting enough. You, you, you know, I, I understand that a lot of opportunities are coming in your direction, but sometimes you have to take the opportunity to do nothing. And I feel like you're not doing that enough. You're not honoring just being at peace enough. Did you ever find um, a new assistant? That's what I'm looking for right now. No, I actually that is <laughs> na- that, that hits the nail on the head. That I my and and um, my business is, is doing very well. It's growing very fast, and I have way too much going on. And every day I'm thinking I've got to just step back. I've got to step back. I've yeah. got to clear it. Yeah, like I'm hiring. I'm firing. I'm you know I'm trying <sighs> to 
because yeah, it's there's not too much going on right now. Right. And, and I know all... you keep I know you keep feeling like she's giving me the sense that you keep saying, all right, let me just kind of get through this and then it will clear up. Let me just kind of get through this and it will clear up. But it's not going to ever, ever. So you have to kind of make a shift and make a choice to say, you know what? I, I need I need e time. I need e time. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. and just start. Um, Want to go to Cabo? I was, just, I was just about to yeah, say. When? When are we going? Well, I just felt. I just. I literally had just seen. Um, you didn't talking. Sorry. Host. <laughs> She's my sister. Wife. Zip it. Zip, zip, zip. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but I just felt like is, that's exactly what you need. You you definitely need a chance where you you can be somewhere where you are allowed to detach. You have to give yourself like permission. Yeah, you have to, right, like a vacation. Yeah, and you have to give yourself thing. permission to detach. Okay. Because we really, had a really good time when we went to Laguna. We did. We went on vac- my one vacation in like two years. Yeah, it was really Laguna. fun. It was really fun. So you should come weekend. with me and Drew every time we go somewhere. I know. Yeah, I'm on the good third wheel. Yeah, she is. Yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> no, but but um, I, I really, that's exact. I have to tell you that. And, and, the, and the thing is, is like many things, it's sort of a pattern. It's always... But there's always a lot going on and I'm always trying to get a hold of it and I look back I'm like oh my god it's been this way for a long time but now it's even getting more to the point where I I can't handle it I just I need to step back and get a fresh perspective and I do think that might be a yeah. vacation or and your office may also be changing there's something a feeling like where your office really? is yeah I felt like your office is changing location oh yeah. I'm okay. looking for I'm thinking about that you're okay. gonna go closer to the west side I want to be on the west yeah. side I used to have I used to share an office with a therapist, and so I for whatever reason I kind of jumped in. I was seeing that office building I used to work in in Brentwood, so I feel like you're right that she's going to hmm. move to the west side. So is she going to have an affair with a with a um, therapist? <laughs> That's what we found on the last show. Oh, I was really? going to have an affair. It was a doctor. Said, no, a no, she was a therapist, like a psychi- oh. psychologist or something. And I said, well, I hope it's not my husband. Right. No, but, no, you're going to have funny. a wild, passionate love affair. Did you ever have it? No. Oh, no, damn. I didn't. She was wrong. Damn. Is it hard to for you to have... Relationship or date? Well, because I would think that, you know, your work is so cerebral. Yeah. And it deals with something that's so non-cerebral. Is it hard... Would you take your work home with you? Is it hard to be in the moment? Well, I do take my work home with me because I have to um, try a lot of toys and stuff for, for learning. I can test <laughs> Look at them. That, that diversion. No, no, no. I do. I do. I um, it, It's harder for me. You know, honestly... Like a guy who details cars for a living when he comes home, you know, it's like no, she doesn't cars, want to like, be tied down to somebody that's a pain in the ass. Right. Well, Having a husband is not always the end of the world. Before we talk too much, okay. though, I kind of want to. If yeah, I'm going to read, I want to read so reading. that the information Everything is authentic. You're is good. Okay. okay. Go. Sorry. I love it, Colby. Go. That's okay. It's just because otherwise it's going to get inundated with yeah. Okay. So you're nailing it. And I just also feel like all right. So and I do feel like um, you know, you have to be more open. For a relationship for long term. You know, you you do. You kind of cover up your heart. Even though I, I get what you do, I get that it sounds great and it's awesome, but you're so protective of your heart and you you're making you're putting everything else, especially work, a priority in front that you're actually not giving it the time and, and being as open as you need for, for the right person to step forward for you. That's where the problem, like, because I feel like you may see someone, it may last three, six months, and then it kind of fades out, and then there's someone else three, six months, because you're constantly, you're constantly on the go, you're constantly right. busy, but really you're just kind of, I hate to say, but kind of creating excuses on a, on a level to protect your heart. Okay? I think you're right. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. No, that is totally right that I've always used work as a diver- and in the way I framed it was that I once my work 
takes yeah. off successful, then I'll be open for life. But that's I know just, it doesn't work like that. And it's the same thing. Once once I clear this path, then I can take a break yeah, for it myself. Happens. Right. It it doesn't. And so it's just a matter of of shifting and changing so that you can say, you know, I'm I'm ready to put my heart out there. Because yeah. that's really what, what it's about. And I don't the 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 guy now mm-mm. <laughs> no, why no. Do you think, tell me why. <laughs> why no? Yeah, oh, that why poor no? guy. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Oh, he's not gonna listen. <laughs> I'm not telling. We're not telling anyone this is even happening. Oh, my, this my is all just between really us. Emily. No, tell me, don't tell me <laughs> Who why is you this think woman? So. How did she get I, in here? Because I know that. <laughs> tell me what you're feeling. Why? Um, if I just you can. because I just feel like there's a first of all there's an intellectual um there's an intellectual imbalance. So he doesn't stimulate you mentally you enough. You need somebody who stimulates And so you. I feel like that's really the problem. I mean, listen, I think I think he's not, he's pretty good in the sack. He's not spectacular, but he's pretty good. I mean, he's oh, all right. He's not <laughs> she bad. can see that. And so I just feel How's like... How's Emily? <laughs> and I feel like he's, you know, and I feel like... Don't call um, me out. Don't call me out. <laughs> I'm calling out. Okay. But I just feel like, um, He's that but the thing is, is that it just doesn't feel long-term because he, he can't, he can't go the distance with you. Oh boy. Okay. And that to me is what, that to me is the bottom line of it. That's why, cause you're, you're just not, you're not mentally stimulated enough. No, that's true. And it's funny. I was just thinking that last night I was thinking that he is very smart in some ways, but in other ways I'm just, I'm not inspired by him. And I, you know, as we all know for women, you, you, our brain's largest sex are, like, we need to be stimulated. And, exactly. sex, and you're going to lose your patience with him. Like he's going to start to do things and you're just going to get a little impatient. Yeah. It's well, you know, a, Emily's irk you. extremely intelligent. She's, she's had some high powered jobs in her life. She's a really interesting person. Sort of politics before sex. Yeah. So. Or y'all yeah. think I'm just, you know, crazy sex girl. No, I did. Yeah. No, <laughs> no she's, thank you. This no. is, no, really. No, yeah. I have, so yeah, I think you're right. I do think that, that, that I'm a little bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So, um, that was good. good. And this I'm glad. Stuff. Yeah. So we'll, we'll, we'll be right back. And, uh, I have an interesting so story to tell everybody something that happened recently. Ooh. Ooh. Keep the discussion going on Twitter. Follow Susan at First Lady of Love and follow the show at Calling Out Today, as well as Sideshow Network at Sideshow Network. Okay, we're back in Calling Out, and I had a really interesting phone call the other day. I was at the car wash, and I got a phone call from a telemarketer or somebody who was impersonating an IRS agent from the federal government Excellent. who had a really strong uh, just, Indian just, accent, you would say. Oh, like he, well, he, he was, was he was Navajo or was he no Cherokee? Indian like like Sri Lankan, you know, oh. type accent. And he was like, "Hello, I'm calling for government, and I I want to tell you you have." Uh, criminal he, offense against you from the IRS. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the car wash, and this has happened to me before, and I said, you know, I know that you're not from the IRS. I'm sorry, sir, but you can barely speak English, and if I, the IRS is looking for me, they're sending me letters because they do that all the time. And uh, I don't have any criminal offense because I was just recently audited, <laughs> and it's over. I paid my due, my fair share, and I wanted to say that um, I'm yelling at this guy on the top of my lungs in a, in the car wash. I'm like, you know, come on, buddy. I know you're not for real, and this is ridiculous. He goes, well, I just spoke to your daughter. And I said, my daughter? He goes, yes, she's here with me. 
And that morning I had gotten a phone call from my daughter or a text that she wanted to go to my apartment in New York. And, and I literally, you know, I said, fine. And then she didn't text back. And then my, my assistant said that she had called the house that morning. And I noticed I had the same number had called me like 11 times earlier that day. And so I said, he goes, yes, I'm here in your home and your daughter is laying next to me and I just have sex with her. And she's, she's crying. And I was like, what home? And he goes, he goes, he mentioned the name of the address of my California home. Thank you, God. It was the California home because she's in New York. So I was like, okay, this really pissed me off. Then I was like, you're not with my daughter. Oh, yes, I'm with your daughter. I'm with your daughter. And meanwhile, I'm like, I'm. He, call, he calls you on the phone. Yes. And I was like, on her you daughter's know, line. No, no, no. He, he, I said, you are not with my daughter, and how dare you? And I hang up. Then my daughter calls me, and I pick it up, and I'm, like, ready to talk to her. And he goes, hello, I'm with your daughter. And I was like, how did you get her phone? Well, she's right next to me. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Uh, well, I knew he wasn't next to her because he gave me the address in California. And I meanwhile, I had texted Drew while we hung, I hung up, and I said, have you talked to Paulina? Is she okay? And so she... Basically had said, yeah, I'm fine. Because Pauline and I have this weird way of communicating. Not usually. So anyways, like if I text her, it Not takes often. like 12 hours for her to get back to me, if at all. So um, meanwhile, I'm, I'm talking to this guy. So Drew's texting me, keep the guy on the line. Keep the guy on the line. I'm calling the police. I'm going to call the phone company and everything. I'm like, okay, I'll keep the guy on the line. I'm like, what the fuck am I keeping right. this guy on the line? So I, said, I keep the guy on the line. He's like, oh, hello. He goes, I said... I said, okay, you're not with my daughter. He goes, yes, I did. I just have sex with her, and I, she's a beautiful woman, and I want to, f- I want to fuck you now. Oh, and I was no. like, okay, buddy, I see where you're going with this. You know, that's what you want, right? He's like, oh, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. So he's completely going off on this, and I, so I jump in the car. It's half clean, and I, I, ha- I start driving home like a mad man because I'm literally, you know, trying to get back home because Drew's at the house. And I wanted, like, I'm keeping this guy on the line for some reason. So he's, he starts doing the, so where are you going? What are you doing? So wearing? what are you doing? I'm, like, I'm trying not to, like, get him too right. aroused or whatever. Are you, are you at all impressed with this technique? Yeah, just, just be like, what are you wearing? I know. And I was I'm like, well, I'm driving to the market and I'm going to buy some groceries. because I'm like, And I can hear him. He goes, well, I have your, sis, your daughter here. She's crying. I said, God, my daughter was crying. I'd hear her. All I could hear in the background were these, like, telemarketers on oh. the phone, all it, speaking in kind of an Indian voices or middle, right. or wherever they, right, right, I right. don't know where they come from or where they are, but they're out there somewhere calling America and telling you, you have, you know, a, you're, you're a criminal. And if you pay us a thousand dollars right now, we will let you go free. Right. So they're able to get Americans to give their credit cards over the phone. But I was, I, from the beginning, I was like, absolutely not. Can I just clarify one thing? So he calls back and your daughter's phone number shows up. Right. So this is terrible. This is like, so he's literally got my daughter's. Okay. I didn't know at the time that my, he had called my daughter asking for my son on her phone and told her that he had this IRS problem. She said, well, maybe you should call my mom. Well, what's your mom's name? 
Susan uh, Pinsky, what's her phone number? Give us her, give oh, her no. my phone number. Why don't you give him your social security number too? Jeez, Did, Paulina, thank you. Right. So, anyways, he called. He had her phone number already. So then he and I'm so like some kind of like hacking thing that he can make it look like it's coming from her phone. Right, and okay, I don't know this it, is time. It. It, but you know what? I was pissed at this point. I was like, okay, I'm keeping him so on the scary, phone. Though. So I'm driving up the street. You know, I get back. I get to finally get to my house, and he's just trying so hard, like the whole way to have his little sex talk on the phone with me. You know, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, where are you going? What are you doing? Well, what would you do if you were with me? And oh, I got, no. I got so pissed. I got to the driveway. Say, kick your little penis in more. I <laughs> the drive. I parked the car. I said, you know what I'd do if I was with you right now? He goes, what? I go, I chop off your. Wiener. I use the C word. It's the clinical term. Cock. Uh, <laughs> and I, then I'd beat the shit out of you. And I hung up. <laughs> oh, my was, God. He goes, excuse me? <laughs> like, wait, what did you just say? That's what he said. And he had more of an English voice when he said that. Oh. Uh. Then I hung up, and I went upstairs, and he called me back, like, immediately, because okay. he wasn't finished. So I got up into my office, and my husband's standing there. My husband's pacing around, and he's already been on the phone with the police, and he's already, <laughs> you know, called AT&T, and he's, like, right. he's, he's pacing around. And I, I took my other phone, and I, I filmed – he called back, so I filmed it. Oh. So literally, I filmed him on the phone because I didn't think anybody believed me because yeah. only I – get the guy trying to scam money out of people who has the angry inch problem okay uh, so I literally was like nobody's gonna believe me so I and I thought well maybe if I tape it and I have a tape of his voice or something you know they can do like a CSI on this guy and find him I don't know I, right. I don't know what I was thinking That's I don't know why I was on the phone to get the call it's hard <laughs> to figure out a tape it so yet. anyways we have the tape and we're gonna play it and you guys can tell me it's kind of funny because I actually showed this to Karama Brown after it happened, and he goes, he goes, you have like, you have like this uh, school teacher voice while you're talking to him on like the you're phone. Scolding him. Well, you know, Drew was in the room, so I, I wasn't doing the, um, I, I don't know why, I must, I must have one of those like chat room voices or something. I don't know, but you this sexy voice, uh, soothing voice. But he was so disgusting. I was it's really not that phone funny. right now. I wanted to, you know, call you and, you know. So can we play it? Yeah. Okay. I'm dying. I can't believe this. Okay. I'm, I'm just sorry. Up the stairs. <laughs> uh, why is it that you keep? What are you doing? Why are you calling me back? And how did you get through on my daughter's phone? Um, she's with me. Is that your dog? Yeah, my no. dog is panting. Wow. <laughs> Who's If she's with you, then. Oh, would I like to be with you in these phone calls? Oh, God. Yeah. So close. I, you know, I can't because I'm married. I don't care if you're married. I don't know. Here the guys in the I know, I know you don't know me, and I wish you, I'm glad you don't know me, because I really don't want to know you, but I really would appreciate it if you would tell me why your, my daughter's phone number comes up when you call me. Because she's with me, I told you the first time, she's with me, she's with me. 
I think that's a really cruel thing to do to a mother. Sorry? This is Paulina's phone. Hello, ma'am. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah, so give me a straight answer, ma'am. What can I do for you, right? Few words, like, on this phone call, you know? <laughs> we beeped it out. <laughs> Well, I'm really flattered that you would want to do that, but I I told you I'm married. I don't care. And I know married. that's why you're calling me because this is what gets you off. So I don't I don't really think that that's something that I can do. Maybe your daughter is over now, but if I need you, what can I do with you? Well, you can first of all get off of my daughter's phone. And secondly, I guess you could probably stop calling me back. I just needed you. What can I do for you? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry. That's, I, that's not going to happen. And like I told you before, if I did see you in person, I'd probably chop off and feed it to you. <laughs> sorry? <laughs> sorry. Excuse what? me. I'm so yeah, sorry. I don't care. You are going to the chase. Yeah, I don't care. You are wherever you are going. But you are started. You know. He didn't give up. That's really sad. Well, so okay, listen, so. I've got to go because. Where are you? Where are you right now? No, I've got to. Where are you right now? I've got to go because I have to go cancel my daughter's phone line and make sure that I'm not paying for 30 phone calls from Sri Lanka. Okay, so if you would mind not mind not calling me again, I'd seriously appreciate it. Oh my God, you are not you are not believing me. No, I don't believe you. I think you're I think you're a criminal. Okay, so then Drew got on the phone. Okay. And he ripped into this guy. He was screaming at the top of his lungs. Hey, you know, right. using all those expletives. That's why you can't hear it because we right. really don't yeah. want TMZ to get their hands on right, that. Right, and right. so Drew never swears. So. And we he the guy called back after Drew yelled at him. And then he, he twice like so okay. I had I had to just block him. But it was just crazy. He was like, he was so relentless. And every and, time he called back, your daughter's phone number would pop up. Yeah, and so I, we had to cancel her phone. But I guess what happens is they are able to use some kind of a program right. where they can, where they can put a phone number in, and then it shows up as another thing. And it's sort of a form of terrorism, if you think about it. With everything that's going on in the world right now, we're being attacked by. These guys who call up and tell you, you know, your your son has an outstanding bill or you haven't paid right. your credit card. And, you know, I I actually have given my credit card over the phone to people. But, and that's how it started out. The whole, right. the whole thing began with the, I owe the IRS money. And if I call and if you Google the phone number that this guy had called from, it happens to a lot of other right. people. I mean, people report it on the Internet. And it's an, like an 866 number or an 877 right. number. And so I Googled it, and of course, they, they said the same thing. Mm. But of course, I get the horny guy, okay? Right. And I want to know, spiritually, what is wrong? <laughs> Why do I keep drawing this weird shit to me? <laughs> Why does it come to me? And I, I, and I didn't, I wish I hadn't stayed on the phone, but I, I kind no, of... it's good. We need, it's good material, but we also... Can, it's can great. You, can, it's good material. Good material for the show. That's how I feel in life. No, but how can you 
Can you catch him now? Can you figure out? You know, I I I reported it online to the Pasadena Police Department, and they got back to me, and they said, "Well, we could follow up." But you know, they just uh, they just shut down the lines. They're in a foreign country. I mean, obviously, could you hear the background? I've never heard of this before. Like uh, that would terrify me. Like, well, what if I didn't know where Paulina was? I would have been. I would have actually believed him. And I don't. He just was. He kind of went south. I. He probably lost his job. That was a terrible call. He was just trying, no matter how hard he, he worked. Wasn't even he was, that good. He couldn't get no. you out of your dress. So that was just the worst. <laughs> he I've ever. heard much better than that. She said, yeah. "Hey, buddy, don't you have money to make somewhere? <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. Get it over here." Yeah. No, and I was, I was trying to stay calm and just get him to continue because I figured if they could use this tape against him, I, I don't think they'll find him. I think there, it's just a very difficult thing to down and they're yeah. they they make money doing this i mean they prey what upon was the he old hope, he was hoping to get money from you because you're he said for the, you started from the irs and, right yeah and and then i they also what they do is they call up and say oh you owe money this is a um debt collector i got right. a call today actually as a matter of fact from another one really telling me that i they it, they use my phone number they used a different name and they said are you so-and-so and you didn't pay your bill and uh. then they put you through and i said then they go What's your social security number? Uh-oh. And I'm like, I'm like- not going to give you. I actually have that tape. I'm not going to make everybody listen Was to it, it the today. Same ethnic. Yes. Oh, Never man. give your social security number over the phone to anybody, people. Or yeah. anything. Don't or give your credit card. But you know what's been happening to me lately, which is so interesting, because I, I use Gmail, right? Usually, like it blocks out your spam. You don't get anything weird. I, I feel like in Gmail, but the last. Two weeks, I've gotten this five times that your record, your background, has been checked. And we, someone's been checking your background. You better check here and it takes you to a site where you pay money and then you check oh, your yeah, background. It's like your criminal background. Right. And it's just weird because that's... Somebody's looking that's you spamming up. spamming too. I, but I think it is spamming. They yeah, want to sign up for the And they service. email you and they tell you that, you know, you owe money on yep. certain things. And it's funny because like Drew gets a phone call every once in a while when I'm out of town and I forget to pay a bill. Uh-huh. And they go, oh, well, you know, this is charter communications. But, you know, they usually speak in a pretty good English right. voice. Right, your or, account number. They don't try to have And he always... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that what only is, happens what is, to he ever me. Get the sex calls he's left where out. are you going? I'm like, where are you going? Like, that's so sexy. You know, <laughs> where are you going? I think you just got. Can you offer some <laughs> tips to want to be like phone rapists and maybe uh, they, you know? No, want to be phone. I can talk, give dirty talk tips, oh, but see, no, but yeah. I, I can't give. No, yeah. want to be phone rapists. I don't want to encourage that behavior. And what's okay. really, really sad, and I just want to mention this: the night, before, the night that Drew's father died. Or passed on, he got a phone call like this, and he freaked out. Oh. And he called us. And the, it was the last call we had from him. It was telling us how, you know, Mario was stuck in Canada and needed money for bail. That Mario is a family member of his. And this person was like, well, Mario's, you know, need said that you would help him bail him out. You just have to give us your credit card over the phone. And he was like, I'm not giving you my credit card. He was like really mad. And then he was freaked out and then he had a stroke. Oh, oh my goodness. So it's sad. kind of, it's kind of, uh, it, it's sensitive to me on that level. But I also think that it shows the how fragile the elderly are. And yeah. also yes. like if I, if somebody, had, if this guy had spoken to my daughter, like he was speaking to me. And kept doing that, it would have ter- terrified her. But did you check in with your daughter after? Yeah, she, she was fine. We canceled her phone. I blocked this guy's phone number. He couldn't. He he called me forty six times. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is crazy. But how? Now what? With the conversation with with your daughter was just, hey, you're 
bro- your, your brother has it. We're looking for Doug Pinsky. And that's and, it. So just like, and she goes, here's my mom's number and then hang up. But then use her and then use my phone to call her. Oh, so she so actually, because I said I, I said so I'll, I'll call you technology back. Technology that anyone can hack in here for. What are all well, these pictures or clouds? Nothing right. safe. And it and yeah. it's weird because you know it just it all goes hand in hand with the way the world is right now. It, yeah, we're not it really safe. Does. We're they're not- they're attacking on all fronts. You know we have we have so many things to look out for. And I just wanted to share this because you know I it's kind of funny about the. You know, he just yes. kind of went south. But it's also something where people are, they're making money doing this. Otherwise, they wouldn't be wasting their time. Right. Sure, sure. And then the next morning, my housekeeper said her boyfriend got the same call. So we're we're all, it's they're doing it all over the place. And you'll probably get one tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. Just so right you know. Now. But what did, they, what did AT&T say about that? Like, do they say it's a thing called a thing where they get Right. The they just said it it's happens like a lot. And then, I, then I went through and all, I put security on all my internet. I, I don't have location services. I make sure that I guess apparently I I talked to one of the HLN um, right hosts um, who was an ex CIA agent. She oh, said smart. that you when you walk into like a if you keep your Wi Fi on and you walk into like a Walmart, they can follow you around. Oh wow! So they can track you and they can see what you're buying and stuff. So Who's I mean, they? the Walmart. Yes, like you. There is literally ways of people to, ways for people to get into your phone. And then I was worried about, you know, that. My and, phone right now. Yeah. Well, it's kind of one of the things I'll just, um, just for the listeners is, this is Colby talking, by the way. Um, I'm not sure how many of you know, but I was a tax manager for 12 years. So the IRS does not make phone calls, and the IRS never sends an email, ever. Now, they will send you a letter. That letter is not always certified, actually. The right, certified letter first. only is... Um, you know, when there's an intent to seize property. But just know, so if you get an email or a phone call from anyone claiming they are from the Internal Revenue Service, um, that call is not legitimate. Right. It's true. And I knew that, and I was ripping into him. And, and, um, right. Yeah, a lot that of was foreplay, just so you know. <laughs> yeah. and I, I could give you some better tips. But. And I think the other thing, too, is, you know, and, and I know we're making fun of and light and, you know, and you did have the knowledge to, to catch on very early what kind of call you were getting. But, you know, not not every woman does. No. Not every woman does. And some women are led slowly in the call. Or some people continuously harass women that make it uncomfortable for them to go out of their house Absolutely. or be open. So no. it really is. A, I was nervous that it night. It really is a violence. It was. I put on all the alarms and I, you know, my dog was barking. I made sure that I was safe and Drew had to go out of town. So I was alone. And it was, you know, it was really frightening on a certain level. But, mm. and I do, but I I just want to understand the male mind and like oh. why it's just so you know why they do that and it, and yeah, plus Jack why why do men do that let Jack me, let me speak to all, yeah, for all speak, men yes I mean fortunately <laughs> no he didn't know who I was at first I thought he knew who I was right. but no. he didn't because mm-hmm. I didn't know the story at the beginning right. so I was like mm-hmm. it did concern me at first you know because I'm a public figure right. but I just seriously was. I mean, how I, I don't think I could have handled it any other way. Every time I hung up, he called back and just kept going off, besides blocking my phone. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I, reporting it, I don't know if that's really going to do anything. But you mean the male mind? Why do they go to that place yes. of sex? Yes. And I, he, he was like hiding <laughs> in his cubicle. Are you like, really asking that question? Or <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> 
Well, anyways, that's our that's our topic today. Yeah. Well, <laughs> men and their penises. I actually had this conversation with their husband last night. We were on the Are We Doing Love Line? And okay, this is off topic of the show, but there was our open forum on Love Line every night. It's, it's, everyone knows what Love Line is, right? Long oh, yeah. running radio show. It's a podcast. You can also to, listen to it with this open forum topic, and it's call up and give your confessions. That was the topic last night. And someone called in, a young kid called in, and he said, this is kind of gross, but he he was, in, he was younger, he was confessing, and he was by like 14. His friends told him to buy some meat in the grocery store and then to use it to masturbate on his penis, right? Uh-huh. So, obviously, his penis. So, so, so Mike and I like, drew around, like, what do you mean? But exactly. Like a, it yeah. took us five minutes. We're like, is it ground meat? Wait, wait. And then the All Mike gets somebody goes, <laughs> is, it, is it like, is it like hamburger meat? Was it like, like the hamburger, was it like a steak? Was it like, was it a filet mignon? He's like, no, it was like, a, was it a slab? He's like, it was a slab. He's like, and then I used it and I masturbated, but I, nothing. And then my grandma walked in the room. <laughs> Oh, he said, but he goes, I put it in the microwave to warm it up. And then I used it, but I, I didn't finish. And then I put it back in the microwave and I was sweating. And my grandma's like, why are you sweating? He's like, I'm late. I got to go. He goes, and then I left and I came home and, and he ate, ate the steak. <laughs> oh, man. But he didn't eject it. So it's funny. And I just turned to him like, God, men and their penises. Because then Mike Catherwood, who's also, he's always talking about how he's, you know, sticks his penis and walls and he's right couches. exactly and, and he's like you're a psych he's like they, these are young boys they're always you know they're their penis they they can't help it they want to stick their penises wherever That's and right. i don't know that i think when men get older they're they're not as overt about it but there still is a certain um sexual drive that comes yeah they have testosterone and they're more simple the women were like oh i don't think it's about sex or whatever. no you probably usually is like no. the guy, like they can kind of, like any woman, they look at you, right? Okay, tell well, them I, and I they think confession. about sex. Yeah. Okay. Because um, there was a hole in the elevator wall coming up there. Oh, no. <laughs> Where were we taking I, the stairs? I was running late, but I just couldn't resist it. I just don't know why. But, but the but question I, is, did you finish? Uh, right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Thank God this guy didn't finish on this. Like, no, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, no, I tried to make sure he held on. That's how you're wired, more so than women. Not that women don't think about sex and get turned on, but men, it's like. No, it's just physically, it's their testosterone drives right, their. The whole their, thing. Hmm. their moods but this guy had a lot of it i read a study um a couple years ago and there was this university and i forget who it was exactly but i'll I'll hit the the high points here the this university lab they were studying um they weren't studying any sexual behavior but what you had to do they had a bunch of undergrads in a lab and they were interacting with each other and they were they were observers were then watching how they interacted and and scored this kind of linear test and how they all worked as a group Mm -hmm. But in these little cubicles, the the undergrads were able to sort of instant message each other. And what they observed was that in record time, how the conversations all shifted to sex. Yes. And so they changed the focus of their study and tried to figure out why. And what they realized is that without eye-to-eye contact, the mirror neurons in the brain Mm -hmm. don't engage. They don't fire the same way. And so you, you literally, um, you, you, that mechanism that regulates moral behavior doesn't engage. Right. And so you, you just go wherever right. the, the hormones take you or whatever drives you takes you. And for right. young men, most times that's, yes. that's right. their penis. That's true. It's yeah. so true. Yeah. Well, and that's yeah. why like dating online is I so could, popular. And I couldn't make them stop. Yeah. That guy was, he was just, he was on. He's trying to get money from you too, which is so strange. Yeah. Well, he wasn't getting money. He was trying to get back at me. And as personal as it was, it really wasn't personal. No. I, you know what? I've, I've heard it all now. I've, I've had 
whatever. Anyway, so thank you. And we're going to take a Facebook caller. Okay. Great. Yeah. I'm here with two clairvoyants today. I have Jack Rourke and psychic rebel Colby. And we're, we're, uh, Ready to take your call and see what's going on with you. Okay. Okay. So, um, I don't know, maybe um, somebody can pick up on some vibes here for you. Okay. Right? Isn't it like what she wants answered in her life right now? Well, I kind of like to see if, you know, usually I like to see if the clairvoyants sort of are picking up on any Ooh. energy and then they can kind of just get started and... And thematically, is this... Is this question having to do with the theme of the day, or? Well, no, I mean, surprisingly Caucasian. It, I mean, it's just sort of. She's just got some questions, but maybe she can ask after you sort of zone in on whatever is going on with her. Okay, so it's not okay. So let's see. Okay, I'm just switching gears here and just trying something else. Do you mind if I jump in? Sure. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I just kind of keep feeling like there's, um, you've been doing a lot of questioning and I don't know, it feels like it's around a guy. Um, and I just feel like you, I don't know. I just keep feeling like a lot of transition, a lot of questioning, a lot of self doubting. Do you understand this? Yes, I do. Okay. Cause I just keep feeling like you keep saying, I, I, you know, is it real? Is it happening? Am I supposed to be here? Am I supposed to go? So I just keep mm -hmm. kind of hearing that over and over and over again. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I have to say my, my feeling is for some reason it, it doesn't feel, it doesn't, it doesn't feel, okay, my answer is go. <laughs> so it just feels like it's a go. It just feels like go. You understand that? I just feel like that's actually the feeling that you've been happening, having all along. And, and I just think it's, I don't know, it's hard for you to let go or you just keep thinking why you're supposed to be in it or what's the point of being in it. You understand that? Mm -hmm. Okay, so I just wanted to kind of um, touch touch on that. I'm sorry, Jack. Go ahead. No, it's fine. It, it's fine. Um, you can continue. No, go ahead. No, oh, no, go ahead. I think I think Colby sort of hit the nail on the head. She's she's seriously um, been dealing with a relationship breakup, and 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 that's why we have Emily here too. She's a she. Uh, talks a lot about this on love line relationships, relationships and and it do you want to tell Colby what you're dealing with um yeah it's kind of I'm looking at um at um whether I want to stay in a relationship that um that has been unhealthy and and the two of us are are both working to get healthy and I think that the the question is, is, is can um, we have a healthy, mutually healthy and loving relationship and go forward? It doesn't and, feel like you're... It, and sustain that. It just doesn't feel to me... I mean, could you logistically? Yes. Logically, could it technically on paper um, be healthy or somewhat healthy? Probably, but the 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 soul isn't in it. So your soul to me feels like... There's just too much hurt and resentment, and I don't quite think he fulfills you 
the way he once did or, you know, and I feel like some of that passion that you had early on um, definitely had to do with you not being so healthy for one another. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I feel like mm -hmm. that's, you're hanging on to, I, I just, this is my feeling, is that you're hanging on to that attachment to, to what was. So I just feel like you've done so much growing and there's so much more growing that you're doing that I'm not quite sure you're, you're going to end up on the same page anymore. So I just don't want you to stay in something for the sake of, of staying in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I understand that. Okay, I, I, perfect. Do you mind if I, I have a question? So when you say it's, first of all, how long have you been together? Uh, two and a half years. Okay, and are you married? No. You're just in a relationship. Okay, and when you say unhealthy, can you can you give us some more information about that? What part of it is um, unhealthy to you? Yeah, I can. I, um, I've been in relationships um, my whole life. I have a series of relationships with addicts since I was born. Okay. And, um, and... Unbeknownst from, to me, when I first got became in a relationship with him, I was unaware that he was an addict because um, but that's your his pattern. addiction is right. not it, in your face. Right, exactly. <laughs> but but it makes sense that there's certain traits of addicts that you're attracted to. That's not even oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm as unhealthy as you know. I mean, I have to take absolute accountability for my part in this. Right. Right. We're always attracted to the unhealthy part of the other partner. We all have those. Exactly. Yeah. And was it, was it your background? Like it was, was one of your parents an addict? Yes. Okay. So yeah, this is a yeah. totally, this pattern is very, very normal that we tend to recreate, you know, what we had in, in our childhood. So is it, the, is, is he still, is he addicted to like, so right now is he drinking? Is he using drugs? Um, right, right now, as far as I know, he is not acting out of his addiction. Okay. And has he, so was he sober for the first two years and then the last few months he's been on and off? Um, I am, I, I really am unaware of how, how long he was in his sobriety. Um, You've been together two and a half years and you're not, he doesn't talk about it? I, I was unaware. I was completely unaware until the end. That, that's actually not true. I, I was kind of aware but um okay. and then he was so right into the, his addiction the last probably the last year so in the last year he and started then, revealing and the then yeah and then four months he left and now he's working a program and i'm working a program and are you also an addict or you're like an al-anon al-anon okay well that's great i mean that's great that you're both in the program that's really important has he been in the program? Is he been in and out of the program, kind of thing? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he he was he was in the program before he met me. Okay. But Emily, I'm wondering what's the what's the bond here? What's the commonality? What's the foundation of this relationship? Are we are we together because we we have a mutual understanding of what addiction is and how to live in this cycle, or is there something? Is there a partnership that here that could be built on something more, something more solid? I mean, the truth is, if he's back into, you know, if he's going into, into treatment now, which is great that you are as well going 12-step program, I would think that there's something about you that might be a little codependent and you're used to kind of taking care of him and you want him to change and you're hoping he's going to change and, and, and stop, you know, will no longer be, you know, having, you'll no longer be having the problems that you've been having. And the issue with that is when you go back into like a 12-step program, you're typically not even supposed to date. And I know if you're already in a relationship, you know, they say that that's okay. That's sort of a pass. But he's got a lot of work to do, it sounds like. I mean, oh, how, absolutely. How, how, old are you, how old are you guys? Um, 46. 
Okay. And he, okay. So, so he's. I'm sure this is something he's been battling with his whole his whole life. He's been in and out of you know treatment, and now he's back in again. And and I think that you know he's. Who knows if he's going to stay with it? I hope that he does. Um, mm-hmm. But are your main issues that you're having in the relationship around this addiction, or are there other needs that you're not getting met from him? Like, take the addiction away. Well, it feels to me. I mean. It just feels to me that you, your system is still really upset because you feel cheated on. You feel lied to. You feel, you know, and you're a little mad at yourself because you kind of felt it, but you didn't act on it. You didn't realize it, you know? Absolutely. And so, first of all, you have to forgive yourself, okay? You have to forgive yourself for saying, but at the same time, it's, you know, we, we could do this. Everyone could talk about what you could do in the 12 steps, which I don't know them. I'm sorry. But, you know, we could do it. But at the end of the day... It, it, your soul's not supposed to be with his soul. I'm. Just, that's just the reading part. That's the psychic reading part for me. <laughs> okay, so here's my Thank question. You. I, you know, mentioned that uh, her her partner had a sex addiction, and being oh. cheated on really makes sense. Mm-hmm. If if um she if if you were her right now, where, what direction would you go? Like, how do you, psychically? Like, how how can we? I have. I would have to make a choice to love myself more than I love anyone else first. So I would say, do I love myself? And to me, she's having an issue with loving herself the most. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're kind of in this on your own in that I have the sense that your your partner sort of isolates. Absolutely. Yeah, and he withdraws, and it, it, even to the point where sometimes you don't know if he's coming home or not. So my question is, is, is how can you how can you have a relationship with someone who isn't transparent? Yeah. And the thing is, if you have parents or addiction, I'm sure you're used to the, the unpredictability and the coming and the going and not sure if he's going to show up or not. So it's a warm, comfy place for you because you know it, but it's also an unhealthy pattern. But Emily, don't you think also is it, it doesn't require her to touch a deeper, more wounded sense of herself because when you're in a relationship with someone, you're forced to look into that mirror and experience an aspect of you that you only can see and experience through partnership. Right. And um, and so by being with someone who who does withdraw and isn't really available because even when he's present, looking into his eyes, you're looking through a, a, the haze of addiction. You know, it's an unclean window, those eyes. So um, with that being said, you never really have to touch a deeper part of yourself when your partner isn't present. So um, again, my question is, Aaron, is, you know, what are you willing to do for yourself and with yourself, you know, um, are you willing to to do the work to go inside and and maybe find a value or, or confront some things that would make it so that your current partner really is no longer appealing to you? Mm-hmm. It's or hard may, to let go. Or, or maybe he is appealing. It's hard to let go. It's no, just, but what's, you, what's hard to let go? Especially when you're older and you've been together. We're, 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 I, I understand that, but they've. But what's what's hard to let go of is the the image what we see in our partner and that's that's a hundred percent what you believe in that's a hundred percent us and really we're just using that person as a as a mechanism to experience our own our own mind if you will um Mm -hmm. but i think if you have a a history of dating people like this this is probably not an uncommon scenario you've probably been down this road before um, and i think that it was interesting i'm sorry it was interesting that you said one of you said that you hang on to the attachment of what was and a lot of us do that in relationships. We sort of glorify what well, was so great the first six months, 
But now it's been two and a half years, you know, and there sounds like there's been problems since then. So it's never going to go back to what it was. And it sounds like there's just a lot of work that has to happen and trust rebuilding and things that it just seems like, I, I kind of feel like you know the answer and that it's just, you know, it's not, like mm-hmm. not working out right for you guys right now. It might not be the right time. I keep, I keep hearing about your dad, your father. Um, so I think there's major issues with your dad or there were, um, and there's definitely a disconnect because I just keep feeling like one of your attractions, even to picking guys like this, is because you're trying to you're trying to get that love from your father. So did you have a strained relationship with your father or just a, an absolute disconnect? Um, probably a strained relationship. Okay. Um, and not by because of him, but probably because of myself. Okay. Um, you know, yeah, he was, he, he was the, he no, was the actually, alcoholic actually, in the addict. And so I just kind of disconnected myself from him. Uh, thank you for that explanation. But that's your, that's but not I, your fault. That's what I wanted to point out is that, is that you're in, yeah. in this scenario, you're the child. So it's, it's the parent's responsibility to love and provide a safe environment for you. And if that environment wasn't given to you freely and you had to withdraw for your own safety, mm-hmm. that honey is a form of abuse. That's not mm-hmm. your fault. Yeah. Now let yeah. that sink in. So are you in therapy at all? Have you had any therapy? Um, off and on. Like I said, I'm I'm pretty involved in twelve step programs. And, yeah. I think um, I think that if you And I and I go to a, a extremely um non religious spiritual church. <laughs> so um so I, I Yeah, you I, need to but you I need to work, work through your, your issues with your father and then also uh, when you separate from your partner, you know, find yourself, find a way to, you know, really find yourself again and, and just understand that it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. It's really difficult, but you know what? You're so brave in, in talking about it. And I think Colby is, is, um, is onto something. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think what you need is some time by yourself to, to not be in a relationship because you, mm-hmm. you haven't, you know, it, it sounds like you're the eternal student where, where you do all of this stuff, but you're not applying it within your life, within your boundaries, within your self-love. Mm-hmm. So you have to get to that place where you can look at yourself in the mirror and you like who you see. You love that person you see. You're proud of that person. And then that person has a lot of self-love and they're not going to love someone else who who doesn't satisfy them completely, you know? Mm-hmm. Can you tell mm-hmm. her something good that's coming? We need some uplifting moments. For her I think, right you now. know, honestly, you know, you, Aaron, do you, do you well, see her like, you know, going on vacation or maybe, you know, this is honestly, I think, I think I haven't, I think I, Jack, Emily, we haven't told you anything that you really didn't already know before calling us. We're just validating what you felt deep down, I feel like, okay? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you are finally, I mean, and I honestly feel this, that you are finally at a time where you are strong enough to do this. Mm-hmm. I, I think historically you weren't strong enough. So that's enough. good news. That's and a, so excellent I, news. I feel like you are in a place where you can do this and you can move away and you can, you mm-hmm. can kind of work through the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I kind no, of agree. I am. yourself and your your program the priority, not his. Mm-hmm. He's got to work his program, and you work your program, which will be the healthiest thing mm-hmm. that you can do for you right now. 
Well, that's yeah. good. And to break the pattern, because you said this has been your pattern mm-hmm. and you're 46 years old, and we all have patterns, you know, and we try to yeah. break them, and it sounds like you're ready. Do some stuff yeah. for yourself. Go out, take care of yourself, get mm-hmm. a hobby, go to the gym. Get a go dog. To, do something, <laughs> yeah. Oh, do something. I have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thank you, and, you know, keep me posted, and I hope everything works out. I'm, I'm sorry, you know, we're not telling you, you know, you're going to get a new car, or, you know, to watch out for your tires, <laughs> but... Um, no, but I do I, think there's another man down the road, so that that's why I think I'm more encouraging you to do this. There's someone else mm-hmm. for you. But it's mm-hmm. a little way down because you're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Okay. Okay, sweetie. Thank you. Thank you for calling okay. in. Okay. okay. Take Thanks. care. All right. And we'll be right back. Check us out on the web at callingoutatsusanpinsky.com for show notes and extended commentary. And don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. And now back to the show. So um, we're back. And I just wanted to say that was really good, Colby. You're just you're spot on with with how you zone into the the subject matter and you know it's it's go right for the juggler right <laughs> yeah i mean i i it i don't mean to do that to you guys but i if i if i tell you what to do it's just not going to be the same yeah. I, I let the spirit tell us what we're going to do and so we had uh, a really nice facebook note from Christy and um, she said uh, I'm not sure if you remember me but I was on the show in April I was the one who was trying to get pregnant for two years I had health issues following the loss of a lot of blood I still have so many questions regarding paranormal type type things happening after that but my biggest news is I'm pregnant that's great once I got off the hormones and quit trying it happened I'm only six weeks and two days so Muzzle top. I'm. I don't see my doctor till November. I'm scared to death. I don't want to hog more of your time because I was already lucky enough to be on your show. That being said, if you ever need a caller, I would love to be on. I just want to let you know all the good news. I love the show and hope you don't go away again. That was a tough few months without calling out. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. Anyways, Colby was the one who did that reading. Yeah. And I remember it was kind of it was kind of a scary I was, time. Yeah, I I remember it too and I remember um yeah, I remember she was she was really sweet and she was upset and uh and I was like and I I I mean I don't remember the the reading itself. I I remember her and I remember something about saying you need to relax, you need to let the timing right. work and that you were definitely going to get pregnant. And I told her that, I think, you know, that's she, all I kind of remember. That's, that's all I remember. <laughs> she needed to stop stressing out so much because yeah. she was moving and she had been in the hospital and nearly died. Yeah, she yeah, She was yeah. bleeding to death and she was like really, really like just not well, physically well, mm-hmm. you know, ready to get pregnant. She was so concerned about it. But anyway, well, that's it's really congratu- a testament to, to your show then because I think probably by hearing that from you saying you will get pregnant, you know what I mean? Yeah, she we told her just, like you know, slow things. down. Yeah. Take a break, you know. And she a, a, should name the child Kobe. She should, you know, <laughs> Susan, I, think that's a, I think that's a fantastic idea. Okay, just let her know that. That's how you should respond to Facebook, <laughs> yeah. Susan. What is your Facebook page? So if people want to write onto your Facebook page. Oh, my Facebook is Susan Saylor Pinsky. And, well, we no, also have... the calling out page? Is that well, it's... My... We have a calling out with Susan Pinsky Facebook page, and you can actually go to that and click over to the Susan Saylor Pinsky as soon as I get it all moved over. But okay. I just, you know, I haven't changed it. Doesn't have that many <laughs> followers yet. But we're, we're working on the website. Follow her now. No, she's a she is a. I mean, I don't know if she's, you know, that apt and wanting to be 
have this broadcast and I want her I want to wish her all the luck and hope that she has a full-term pregnancy and everything works out and that baby comes and you know if it's a boy name it Sue so uh, <laughs> or Colby Colby could be a boy that's true no but thank you for sending that note and then also I want to just thank everybody here um, my guest co-host Emily Morris from sexwithemily.com who is amazing she also is a regular on Loveline with uh, Dr. Which, Drew you know she's she's my sister wife on yes, uh, Loveline so she's true. the second lady of love <laughs> And um, she's a sexologist and relationship expert and also has her own podcast, Sex with Emily. Sexwithemily.com. Yep. And it's very popular. She's been on Bravo and MSNBC, Playboy Radio. She's pretty hot. You should look her up and... And check out her show. Stalk her on Facebook. And she's also... Facebook. Yeah, she's, like Twitter and Facebook and Instagram is Sex with Emily. And if you have any sex and relationship questions, I answer them across all mediums. So you can also email me feedback at sexwithemily.com and we answer them on my show. I will. And also... Um, you, you, you just text me. She doesn't need to. <laughs> can I get one of those big vibrators? Oh, I... I yeah, I've yeah. got quite a package for you. Though. Oh, I can't it's wait. It's part of my job. I oh, I know. She She's kept my love life alive <laughs> when my husband's traveling. Okay, oh, it's true. So I listen to love lines, and uh, and I hear you, and I'm like, oh, that's, that sounds neat to go online and buy. And I'm like, huh? Okay. We're going to have to get Colby some good 20% stuff, too. Totally. we we got to get Colby the package oh. to play with the stuff first. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Go to uh, sexwithemily.com and click on, if you are interested in toys, click on the Good Vibes banner and use coupon code EMILY and you can see all my favorite toys because if you are interested in sex toys or enhancing your sex life or games or laundry, whatever, they only carry the very best products. And ladies, if you're, you're changing your relationship patterns and you want to get away from that guy you might actually have more fun without him with these toys i'm telling right. you it's just a it's just a message <laughs> anyways also we have jack Rourke. love yourself first <laughs> that's right every day if you can every day <laughs> it's more masturbation to sex with someone you love it sure is yes. yourself and okay jack is sitting here blushing i think he's <laughs> quietly <laughs> blushing <laughs> jack, i didn't offer you a flashlight or anything Don't jack worry. tell no, us I'm again about your book and where to find you Oh, uh, you can find me at jackrourke.net, and the book is called The Rational Psychic, A Skeptic's Guide to Extraordinary Perception. There you go on Amazon, or you can pick it up at your local bookstore. Great book, and Colby? Uh, www.psychicrebel.com or at psychicrebel for Twitter. And we're going to put some of her paraphernalia on my on my website. I want to sell her t-shirt. She has some great Aww, stuff. Oh, thanks. Also, um, don't forget about the godaddy.com promo. Enter promo code OUT149 to get your $1.49.com. Some limitations apply. See website for details. And check us out at callingoutwithsusanpinski.com. And we'll see you next time. I just can't get enough You smile, you hide your mystery Yeah, it's got me all caught up Cause baby, you're a catch But you're not attached Nobody gon' break us Girl, you're perfect This is worth it Baby, if you are You can wear my sweatshirt Just to keep you warm To remind you of what we got I know I ain't an expert But I know my heart For you, it's never gon' stop 
special need, girl, you know where I stay. Cause you, that's me, this destiny, and that's always been the plan. Yeah, I may rearrange, but I never change. I do what I can. Far from perfect, but I'm worth it. Ain't no other man. You can wear my sweatshirt just to keep you warm, to remind you of what we got. You can wear my heart, girl, cause I'm never gonna let you go. 